This Fab FM podcast is proudly brought to you by Bendigo Bank, Port Douglas and Mossman. Offering a full range of competitive banking products and technology you'd expect from a big bank with the personal service and care you'd expect from us. Drop into your nearest branch at Port Village Shopping Centre or Front Street Mossman. Bendigo Bank, the better big bank. And it's a good day to our Mayor, Michael Kerr. How are you, Michael? Hello, how are you going? Well, I'm all right. I want to check on you because you weren't at the meeting today because you've been in Brisbane. And uh, as I understand it, uh, that made you sort of ineligible to be at the meeting in person. But you were on the phone and certainly connected to the meeting. That's right, yes. Because I was in Brisbane for last week and within the exclusion zone that they said that anyone that was down there from that date, I think it was the 20th of March, um, has to do the three-day isolation as well. So that's what I'm currently doing. So I couldn't attend the council meeting. And as it is, I'm actually on my way to the hospital to get myself a COVID test. So just to make sure. Well, I hope everything's uh, fine for you, Michael. We'll keep the fingers crossed. I'm, I'm sure you'll be OK. All right. And we all had to wear masks at the meeting today, everybody. That's right. The whole of Queensland, if you're inside at any other place than your home, you need to be wearing a mask. So anyone going shopping or going out anywhere on the streets, they need to be having a mask with them just in case they go inside somewhere because they need to have it on. That's exactly right. Now, uh, before we get to, there was there was one, uh, one issue today that went back and forth, and we'll get to that soon. That was repealing a decision for an application for a permanent road closure. And this is the, involves the DA, a development down by the Esplanade. But we'll get to that in a tick. Um, let's, uh, let's start from the beginning. We had uh, a request for a minor change and extension to currency period for development application. Councillor Noly had something to say on this. Uh, what's that mean in, in simple terms? Where is that, Michael? Opposite Chuchu's down at um, St Crispin. The project itself you know, is a very good project. It's got some beautiful properties on it. And the developer, rather than having lots of small properties, has decided to merge some blocks together so you can have uh, bigger properties that are, are more uh, better suited to the area. And also it increases the value of the properties there, which is wonderful to see. And then also along the front where there's some plants there at the moment that have gone a bit haywire, um, it's not exactly within the planning scheme. So we need to pull it back so that people can park their cars there and be able to get out of the cars without the bushes you know, pushing against the cars. So as part of the planning instructions and conditions, that's what's going to happen. You'll need to remove some of those plants to allow some grass area there so that people can walk along the verge. Okay, that would be the development, I think, with John Morris involved, I think. That's correct, yes. Okay, um, now we have a, um, a new committee member for the Regional Arts Committee and uh, everybody unanimous to take this lady aboard. Is that her name, Sabine? Is that how you pronounce it? That's correct, yes. So Sabine will be a new uh, committee member for that. Absolutely, her resume certainly suits what we require. She's done some fantastic things and, yeah, we're really looking forward to having her on the committee and see what um, experience that she can give to them, advice and you know, see what happens in the next round of Rat of Grant. Then we went on to a roadside vending policy. This is an interesting one. Now, up until now, you could you could sell fruit and veg on the roadside. Is that correct? Yes, that's right. Yeah, it's very limited on what you could actually sell. And we've had a couple of people recently in the last few years asking to do other products. And because the, the scheme or the, the plan policy itself doesn't actually allow for that, um, they've been blocked. So what this does is at least give them um, the ability that if something out of the ordinary comes up that 
it can come to a council meeting and councillors can just say, yeah, OK, we think that's a great idea, um, let's give them a go. We are talking with our Mayor, Michael Kerr, at the moment, and uh, he's not around in person. Well, he is around, but he's going for a test for COVID and wasn't at the meeting today, but was still part of that meeting via phone. Uh, now, Michael, uh, proposed land resumption and road opening. It's recommended the council approves the acquisition of uh, some land. This is Cape Tribulation Road, Noah Creek Bridge. I'm not all that familiar with Noah Creek Bridge. Why is it so important? that you do this? This has been a bit of history, this one. Over the last couple of years, the bridge has deteriorated quite substantially and we um, put an application in for some grant funding to get money to rebuild the bridge, which we were successful in getting. So we got uh, funding to build the bridge, but we've had some problems on getting the bridge actually in because of different issues with native title and um, national parks and all the rest of it. We've finally worked through it all. Um, and we're able to purchase a little bit of land of the side that we need just so we can put that bridge in. It'll be a nice brand new bridge and allow people to be able to get through easily without any issues of the bridge collapsing underneath them, which you know, we've got at the moment. All right, we moved on to the Wonga Beach Caravan Park, a caretaker uh, agreement, also building some sort of structure for them to live in. Uh, why is it important you have uh, that caretaker and, and why only three months? Well, we have had a caretaker there for some period, um, up until uh, the end of last year that the contract finished and the person that was there didn't reapply. Um, so we've been looking for a new caretaker, and this is a proposal that staff have put to make the deal much more attractive and having people there to oversee to make sure that people are doing the right thing and they're parking in the right places, paying their money to be there and not disturbing the other residents. So having a caretaker there to run the business as a business is really important um, and it keeps the standard up. So we're looking forward to these people coming in and doing the three months, um, the trial type thing, and then we'll go from there once we see what happens after three months. Okay, but you you are laying out $140,000 for site accommodation. Uh, what about the previous caretaker? Wouldn't they have had accommodation already? Well, they lived in a camper van themselves and they were quite happy to do so. But as I said, we've, we've had it out for tender for quite some time. We haven't been able to secure the right people and by upping the ante and having the offering of accommodation there as well certainly makes it a more attractive deal and we can get the right people and good people there to make sure that that runs like a, a good business because it's one of the council-owned ones. So we do get revenue from it, so it's really important that it's run properly. Melbourne Drive at Craig Lee, a six-month post-installation review. What's that about? You may remember last year there was a motion went through council to put a playground on a block of land down in Milman Drive because we had lots of requests for it. And there was a couple of oppositions that they were concerned that it would make too much noise for their residents, etc. And so we did say at the time we'll ask the staff to come back with a report in six months' time just to ensure us that you know the complaints that were being made didn't come to fruition, which the staff have assured us they haven't. And so now we can progress and just leave that one there. It's a great little playground for the kids all down in Melbourne Drive. Okay, now this one here you spoke at the meeting about. You're obviously very keen, and most of the councillors are very keen on this. Uh, McRossan and Owen Street intersection upgrade construction. Uh, it's gone to a company called Durax Civil Proprietary Limited, $358,000. Uh, why is it important this goes ahead, and, and what will it provide, Michael? Well, I think everyone knows that intersection outside the post office there and, you know, it's a very wide street and it does cause issues when people are trying to cross it and cars turning around and 
you know, because it is so wide. And so this, these works will actually narrow that in, put more appropriate parking in, make it far safer for pedestrians that are crossing the road there. It'll also align it to the street across the road. At the moment, it's sort of zigzagged across. And so this will bring it in alignment so that when you go across straight, straight over rather than veering to a side. Just having a look at Jurax Civil Proprietor Limited there, down Mackay Way, there was no one locally we could have used? There was only the two tenders for this one and that was the, the best option that we got. The, the other tender wasn't from here? No. Yeah, they're both from other areas. Okay, fine. Now, there was some pretty, uh, there was a bit of housekeeping there. You had general policies, debt policies, procurement policies, investment policies, corporate credit card policies. And then it came to the financial report. How are you travelling, do you feel? Well, I think we're going really well. I mean, I have to commend the staff. They're doing a great job of keeping things in line and certainly running things as tight as they possibly can. And you can see that, that we're ahead of budgets, which is fantastic. And, you know, hopefully the deficit we have this year won't be as big as we first predicted. We're talking with our Mayor, Michael Kerr, after today's meeting, of which he did not attend, but he did attend on the phone, but not in person. Well, I certainly miss not being there. I much prefer being there where I can hear and see things properly and you know, have the proper opportunity to interject when it's required. Being on the phone is quite hard to hear and unfortunately not being there, you can't watch the room and see what's happening. But you know, I look right. forward to being back at the next one. OK, and then we moved on to council to CEO delegation update. That went pretty uh, pretty smoothly. Councillor's administrative support policy. Now, this is where Councillor Noli says she's concerned about Facebook pages popping up here being seen as election material. What What's that about? Well, I'm not quite sure where she's coming from with that. I mean, if I you know, go and visit the Premier and I have a photo taken of the Premier and I put it on my Facebook page, I think it's appropriate for Council to share that information as well. So, you know, it's for the benefit of the community to know that I'm out there and I'm certainly doing the right thing in mixing with the uh, state government and federal government. So those sorts of things, I believe, are important. So having a policy in place, though, is important to make sure that that's not abused. And so I agree with her in that respect, that we need to to make that a clear line so that everyone knows what's happening and why. Sure. And then we moved on to the most contentious uh, item on the agenda today. And this went on for quite some time, to and fro. And you had your say. Councillor Noly had her say. And basically it was to repeal a decision for application for a permanent road closure over Esplanade, adjacent to Lot 2 in Port Douglas. Now, this is where uh, a proposed development is happening and put in. Has that DA been put in already? Well, it has been put into staff, and that was my argument, as I was saying. We don't know what that NDA is going to be. So all that's in front of us at the time is a road closure. So it was very, made very clear in the documents on the 15th that it was a road closure for development purposes. That's right. Yeah, that's, and that's what we have to base our decision on, which we agreed to it and we've said yes to it at the time. So Councillor Nolly brought through a motion that she wanted to now say that, you know, she disagrees, she doesn't want to, um, which I believe, you know, would be because of the project that's been publicised that's going to be on the allotment. You know, but we can't make that... To me personally, this is my belief, that we can't make decisions based on what could happen. You know, I know that the application has been lodged with the uh, planners and they will work through the application. And what comes to council could be quite different by the time it's been worked and adjusted and manipulated with planners doing their bits and pieces. So it's important to, you know, keep the the things open so that, you know, these proposals get fair and just... Um, 
chances. Um, so that was my arguments, but the other councillors believed that they wanted, they objected um, to the road closure um, in certain ways, and so it did go to the vote, and I think it was Councillor McEwen and myself uh, voted against um, the motion, but the majority did speak, and that's the way that council will move forward at this stage. When we came out of the meeting, the media representatives there were all sort of scratching our heads a little bit. She wanted to take out item one in that uh, repealing decision, didn't she? But what did that mean? We, I, I just don't get it. Well, I think it's a bit hard to repeal something that's already been done. I mean, what the, what the actual motion does is it gives the CEO permission to sign a form saying that they allow the developer to apply to the state government for a road closure. So we're not actually saying that we're going to close the road, we're approving the road closure. All we're saying is because it's a state road that we are giving the developer permission to apply. So now he obviously would have applied by now already, so it's a bit hard to take that back and now say that, no, we disagree with it. So item one had to be removed. Um, so now when it goes to public consultation, um, they will ask the community uh, for feedback about the road closure. And from the motion today, council will say to the state government that we don't approve or we're against the road closure happening um, and that they will make their final decision based on all the evidence they get put in front of them anyway. So it's up to the state government. It's not up to council as far as the actual road closure goes. Um, it's just what council's position on it is. And that's what came from today. Now, you voted on that back in December and... Uh Councillor McEwen made the point that it was all in front of you there. It was about a development and it was a road closure. Everybody voted on it. I don't understand uh, Councillor Noly and Councillor Scomazon and Deputy Mayor Scomazon this week saying, well, we didn't know what it was about. For me personally, I'm making my decision based on the application that's in front of me, which is a road closure for a development purposes. You can't make, to me, I can't consider what the project's going to be because I don't know what that project's going to be until it comes before me. One of the staff made the good point, I thought, the guys, uh, and he was recommending to all the councillors, saying, keep your powder dry. I, I just can't understand. I'm scratching my head still of why this was even discussed today, why it didn't stay in its normal form the, the way you voted it for it in December. Very good questions. <laughs> I can't give you answers on those ones. I'm scratching my head myself. Well, the, yeah, the staff were saying, don't worry about it, guys. Uh, this isn't uh, voting for closures of road. This isn't voting for uh, developments to be on the foreshore. This is not. Just keep your powder dry and we'll come back to you. And I, I kind of agreed with you and Peter McEwen on this. I couldn't work out what the others were talking about, quite frankly. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, uh, just scratch the head, I think. All right. Well, thank you, Michael. Um, so good luck with getting tested for COVID, and, and I hope everything is fine with you. And uh, it's, it's negative, not positive. Wonderful. I'm just sitting outside the COVID testing station now, about to go in. So thank you very much, and we will speak again soon. Catch you soon. Thank you, Michael. Thank you. Bye-bye.